Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. Happy Monday. Today, we're going to go off of what we talked about on Thursday, which is frame control. But in this episode, we're actually going to do frame control reversals. And what did I name it? Like Jedi mind trick manipulation. Jesus, you guys will click on anything, won't you? That is clickbait at its finest. There's no manipulation per se when it comes to frame control. It's just you leading the conversation as I spoke about on that previous episode. And if you haven't heard that, I strongly suggest you check that out either before or after you listen to this one, but it's an awesome foundational premise to what we're gonna talk about today. Before I jump into the content, I wanna read you guys a quick testimonial that I got from a client who just graduated from my three-month coaching program. His name was Abdallah. He absolutely killed it in the program, so here we go. Mark, in all honesty, I was skeptical about you and your program when I hopped on that call initially. Even though I enjoyed your podcast and learned a lot from them, I never thought that a lifetime of failure with women could be fixed in three months. But you proved me wrong. Wrong about being able to learn the skill of attaining girls, but even more wrong about how genuine of a person you are. Ah, that's that's nice of you there, Abdullah. I appreciate that. It's been one week since I've graduated from the program, and I have more dates than I can count. I'm having to literally pick and choose which ones I have time to hang out with. And thanks to you, Mark, I got a girl that threw a rock through my window. Results, exclamation point. I know I said it enough times, but thank you again, brother. Worth every penny and then some. Well, thank you, Abdallah. You are absolutely a phenomenal client. And the reason, guys, Abdallah got results is not because he gave me money and I waved my wand and he woke up with a girl on his dick, but it was instead because he had the balls, he had the courage, he had the character, he had the honor to show up and do the fucking work. As long as you do everything I ask you, and it's literally about five hours of work per week, that's literally it, you too can get results with women. And let's look at Abdallah. He had no dates, no prospects, nothing going on. And now after three months, the dude has more girls than he can deal with. So if you question whether or not my program is effective, I don't know what other convincing you need to get on a free one-on-one breakthrough session with me to decide whether or not you are a good fit for my program and whether or not we can get you the results that you want with women. I, I really don't know what else to tell you. That seems like a pretty legit testimonial to me, but you're gonna do exactly what you wanna do. And I just wanna ask, has your results with women lived up to your expectations and desires thus far? For the vast majority of you, it hasn't. So why wouldn't you get on that call with me? Literally, it's a free fucking call, bro. It's 30 minutes where you and I personally, one-on-one, nobody else there, talk with one another about your issues, how we can get you there in the easiest, quickest way possible. Go to my website, coachmarksing.com, click on coaching, fill out the application that will literally take you one minute, hit the submit button, I will send you my schedule and you and I will get on that one-on-one call together. All right, boys, so this episode is literally my favorite thing to talk about when it comes to seducing women, when it comes to becoming more attractive, and really when it comes to achieving happiness in your life, and that is frame control reversals, frame control reversals. All right. So as I spoke about on the last episode, your frame needs to be stronger than her frame in order for her to get attracted to you. Frame is your interpretation of reality and your ability 
to lead the conversation and lead her to where she wants to be led. Now, we as men have to understand that women are very intelligent. They are very instinctual. They understand this shit to a very deep level. And we have to, quote unquote, respect the opponent because women are goddamn little social masters, man. They really understand this stuff. But what's cool is they understand it subconsciously. And most of the times when you ask them to explain it to you logically, when you try to make them understand it consciously, they have no idea how this stuff works. So they just do this stuff naturally. And I've talked to them many times about why they do what they do. And it's really interesting what they say. What they often tell me is they just get a feeling inside of them that they, in this context, want to be a bitch to the guy. Okay, now, be a bitch really means her testing you, testing you, testing your boundaries, testing your frame, testing to see if you're the high quality guy that's worth enough for her to basically be with and essentially for her to give her sex to, right? That's really what it boils down to. Do I wanna have sex with this guy? Now, she's probably feeling some initial attraction for you, and when it comes about that there's some incongruence with you, she's not entirely sure if you are indeed an alpha male or you're just kind of playing one, pretending to be one, she will say some bitchy thing to you to see how you react. Now, going back to that previous episode, what did I say? I said that when you're dealing with a woman, you have to be non-reactive, never let negative energy go into the interaction, never be butthurt by what she says, and for God's sakes, boys, never explain yourself to a woman in a way where you're trying to earn her approval. Never try to sell yourself to her. We always want girls trying to sell themselves to us. That's called qualifying. But we never want to try to sell ourselves to a woman. We communicate high-value traits by, in fact, trying not to sell ourselves to her, not caring about what happens, and not being afraid to be disagreeable, not being afraid to throw the quote-unquote bitchiness, which really isn't bitchiness, it's just a test, but to throw that test back in her lap and reverse it on her, which is exactly what we're going to talk about today. All right, so there's a number of different ways that women will check your frame, and this is why I call them frame checks, and most of the time, it's something kind of negative, something designed to affect you, something designed to get you off what I call your inner balance point. It's a bitchy statement. It's a challenge to you. It's a qualifying question. She's questioning what you're wearing, questioning why you're there, questioning why you do the job that you do, drive the car that you drive, wear your hair a certain way. Whatever it is, she's going to question you. And typically, these are why questions. Okay, why are you wearing that? Why are you here? Why are you here alone? Don't you have any friends? Why are you drinking that drink? Isn't that a girl's drink? Why are you driving that car? Isn't that a girl's car? Why don't you have a nicer car? Why do you work as XYZ? Doesn't that job suck? Why are you talking to me? There's a big one right there. So the reason they're doing this again is to basically test you. And if you fail that test, they're gonna nix you immediately and blow you out. If you pass the test in the way that I'm gonna teach you right now, you're able to not only get past her test, which will stop, but she's also gonna become more attracted to you because you're that rare guy who's essentially an alpha male, a guy who knows his worth, is able to control the frame, knows he doesn't have to explain himself to women and doesn't feel compelled to explain himself to women. He's totally secure in himself and he's internally validated. The only opinion of him that matters is his opinion of himself. When you communicate that to her, through the reversals that I'm gonna teach you today, it's massive for attraction and the bitchiness will stop.
So again, I talked to my girlfriends about this. Why did you just say that to that guy? That was so fucked up. They'll say, I don't know. I just felt like saying it. I just felt this bitchy comment come out and I have no idea why I said it. Well, it's instinctual. And that's what's so fascinating about it is that they're acting on instinct and they just are who they are. They're so genuine and that's what makes them so fucking cute and I love them so much because like they just act from instinct. They don't have to play games. I mean, a lot do, but most of the time they don't have to. Their hotness is like all the value they need and boom, they're in, right? The second you see a girl and if she's super hot for most of us, we just give her the fucking badge of honor. She's won the program. She's the champion. We want her. And that's why, boys, I always say, don't give girls so much credit for being hot. Instead, have more standards that go beyond that. But she's already won the game in her eyes, so she's the prize. And she literally feels like you're the one submitting the application. But what we do is we reverse that frame and we basically communicate that she's the one submitting the application. We're not going to jump through her hoops. We're not going to explain ourselves to her. We're not going to be affected if she insults us. We're going to turn it around on her in the following ways. They are agree and amplify, reframe, ignore, misinterpret, reframe into a joke, and reframe into a qualifying question. Okay, so right there, there's six different ways that I'm going to teach you how to reframe her tests, the bitchy things that she says to you, to pass them so that you can move on effectively and get her more attracted to you. All right, the first one is called agree and amplify. Agree and amplify. So basic example is this. She calls you gay. You agree with it and you amplify it times 10,000. And it has to be funny. It has to be sarcastic. Okay, so she says, you're gay, aren't you? You say, I'm totally gay. I sucked 200 dicks yesterday. My jaw is so sore right now or as is demonstrated by my boy Seth in the coaching call example that's on my website. If you go to my website and click on coaching, there's a video right there of me coaching the boys. Seth had a brilliant reply to a girl when she said, you're gay, aren't you? He said, yeah, I'm so gay. I actually have a grinder date after this date. So that's agreeing with it and amplifying it. Make it a hundred times worse. Okay, so she calls you gay. She says you're trying too hard. She says that you care too much about your fashion. She says that you work too much. She says anything where she's like accusing you of doing something too much, you make it a million times worse, which basically communicates to her that girl, your opinion doesn't matter. In fact, I'm gonna take what you said and make it 10 times better, make fun of myself because I'm secure and agree with it and amplify it. Okay, so agree and amplify. So. In this episode, we're going to do little tests. I'm going to test you. Okay. What if a girl says to you, oh my God, you have a Ferrari. Like, do you care that much about what people think of you? Okay. So she's asking, do you care so much about what people think of you that you had to go buy a $250,000 car to prove that you are up to worth, that you are a champion, that you are an alpha male? How would you agree and amplify with that? Tick tock, tick tock. That's right. You say, yeah, I'm so insecure, so insecure. I just, actually, I have like five Ferraris and I'm so insecure. I don't know which one to drive every day. So I drive all of them. And it's like the likes on my Facebook page are so important to me. All I do is just sit there in the corner of my room in a puddle of tears looking at the likes that I get. And if I don't get 3,000 likes, I'm absolutely devastated. Okay, so you see how you agreed with her accusation that you're insecure and that's why you have a nice car and you amplify it. You make it 100,000 times worse. All right, moving on to the next one is reframe, boys. This is my favorite one. 
If you've listened to the podcast for any amount of time, hopefully you've heard me say this, but if not, this is a really special treat because this one works like gangbusters. I use it all the damn time. Reframe means you throw it back in her lap. Okay, I recorded a podcast called All About the Other probably about a year ago where somebody questions you, you gotta flip it on them and question them back. Okay, so if somebody asks you a question, why are you doing this? Why are you with that person? Why do you have that kind of job? Why do you drive that kind of car? You say the following four words. The real question is, listen to me, brother. I want you to get that tattooed on your forehead and see it every day in the mirror when you look in the mirror in the morning. The real question is, okay, so somebody questions you and says, hey man, why are your legs so skinny? You'd say the real question is, why are you staring at my legs? She says to you, as I talked about in a previous episode, why do you wear earrings? The real question is, why aren't you wearing earrings like this? These things are awesome. The real question is, when you just say that statement, no matter what anybody asks you, is a way to flip the frame on them, flip the tables, and then ask them a question. And this happens with our guy friends a lot too, doesn't it? A guy will question you. A guy will try to make you explain yourself to him. Alpha males do this a lot. All I want you to do, brother, the next time somebody asks you a question that questions you, your worth, what you're doing, who you are, the kind of job that you have, the kind of car that you drive, say the real question is, and if you get stifled and can't think of anything, just say, why aren't you doing this thing? So your friend's like, bro, why are you wearing that shirt? You look like a damn pirate. The real question is, why aren't you wearing this shirt? Don't you know the pirate trend is coming back in? You are not cool unless you're wearing the pirate shirt, my bro. What's a pirate's favorite letter of the alphabet? Most people, and this is a great joke to say to women, they'll always say R, and then you say, you think so, but it's the C. Awesome joke, I open with it all the damn time. To repeat it, it's what's a pirate's favorite letter of the alphabet? The person will always say R, and then you say, you think so, but it's the C, and they fucking crack up. So once again though, somebody questions you, the real question is, and you throw it right back at them. This is what politicians do. And this is why they're so good at avoiding questions. Politicians, the ones that win races, are the ones who can control the frame. Remember the way Trump frame controlled Clinton during those debates? He had the frame the whole time and look what happened. He won the damn presidential election. All right, number three is to ignore. If she says something and you didn't hear it, it's like she didn't say it at all, isn't it? So she says to you, oh my God, why are you wearing that stupid hat? That thing looks ridiculous and then you just change the subject and start talking about something else, what does that show? That shows that you're so not used to people questioning your reality, the kinds of clothes that you wear and who you are as a man, you didn't even hear it and you just bloop right past it. I will also use ignoring through texting. She texts me some bitchy, emotionally filled reply, no response. She says something that's totally cheesy and not funny while we're driving in the car together, no response. Basically, you're communicating that your frame is so strong that you only warrant a response to those things which deserve a response. If she says something bitchy, negative, emotionally filled, and or questions you in some way and you simply ignore it, what you're essentially communicating is that the comment doesn't exist in your reality. Do you see how this works? That is frame control of this essence, that your reality is chosen from your filter. And the filter is so far out in front of yourself that things come through it and those which are stupid simply get caught by the filter and they never even get to you and you didn't even hear it. And I talked about this in my previous episode when she's bringing up some negative shit, a fight she had with her mom. 
and I ignore it and I say, look at that thing over there. It looks like it says goat check, even though it's supposed to say co-check. Do you see that? When I change the subject in that way, which seems socially unintelligent when you first look at it, when I'm able to have a strong enough frame and confidence in my interpretation of reality to simply ignore what she said and change the subject to talk about things that I wanna talk about, that's extremely attractive because as I spoke about in the previous episode as well, she's gonna bring up negative, boring shit. And if you run with it, if you warrant it, if you give it reality, she's gonna blame you for bringing negativity and boring conversation into that interaction. So it's your job to choose the things you wanna talk about, ignore the things you don't. This is called ignoring, super powerful. All right, the next one is misinterpret. She says something and you essentially misinterpret it to mean something else and namely misinterpret it to mean that she wants you. All right, so I'm gonna test you here. What I want you to do is misinterpret, which means come up with a different definition for what I mean when I say it to you. This is a little challenging, but I wanna see if some of you guys get it. I question you, why are you wearing that shirt? Okay, so misinterpret that. First of all, I'm not questioning your shirt. As far as you're concerned through your filter, I'm not questioning the coolness of your shirt. I'm doing something else. For example, perhaps I'm trying to take off your shirt. And that's exactly what I'll do to girls. Anytime, boys, and you should steal this. They question something about my outfit. Why are you wearing those shoes? Why are you wearing those earrings? Why are you wearing that shirt? Why are you wearing those pants? I always say this. Look, I know you're trying to get me undressed right now, but we just met. Relax. Okay, you see how I'm doing that? I'm misinterpreting what she said to mean that she wants me. She says to me, when are you leaving? I'll say, look, I know you're trying to leave with me right now, but relax, we just met. She asked me, where did I park my car? Look, I know you're trying to get in my car and go home with me right now, but relax, girl, we just met. Now, all of this is playful. It's with a smile. You're just busting her chops. You won't be an asshole about it and be like, look, I know you're trying to take off my shirt right now, but relax, Casanova. Slow down there, Turbo. Drop it down a gear, girl. You're coming unpeeled. You kind of want to do that, but it's always with a smile, a wink. You're letting her know you're just fucking with her. Okay, so when it comes to misinterpretation, it's always you misinterpret what they say to mean something that you give the definition to. Remember what frame control is. It's a frame that surrounds a picture, which essentially means your interpretation of reality is your frame. So anything that comes in, you can choose how you interpret it. Can you see how that works? Such as, for example, the recent situation I'm in where it's been snowing for seven years straight. How am I gonna interpret that? As, oh, poor me, it's snowing. I can't go outside and run my laps. I can't go fishing. I can't enjoy the great outdoors here in Colorado. Or am I like, sweet, man, I get to go drift my car and practice my drifting and get some 90 degree slides all through the neighborhood anytime I want. This is fucking awesome. And that's the secret of life right there. It's all frame control. Are you gonna frame control your life or is life gonna frame control you? And as I spoke about recently as well, you have to choose the interpretation of reality that suits you the best because all interpretations are illusions anyway. It's just an interpretation. It's just a definition. Everything's an illusion. It was funny the other day I was going driving and Marissa's like, hey, listen, the freeways are super snowy right now. So please don't buy into the frame of the people who are speeding. And like, I was so impressed with how she said that to me because she knows how to get into my mind, right? She's like, don't buy into their frame. And that's true. When someone's speeding and you think it's unsafe, if you have a stronger frame than they do, you're gonna drive exactly how you feel is safe and you're not gonna be provoked into driving faster. 
So her little advice, it actually worked on me. She kind of frame controlled me, to be honest with you. Now I'm thinking about it. She got me, man. She got me. She's like, don't buy into their frame. I bought into her frame, thereby not buying into their frame. And I drove slow in four-wheel drive and I got down to Denver safely. But that was a really intelligent way she came at me because it's all about frame control. So misinterpretation is just that. You misinterpret what she says to mean something else, especially when she questions your clothing. I always say, I know you're trying to get me undressed right now, but relax, we just met. All right, reframe into a joke is largely what I've been speaking about, but it's a little bit different where you always want to make her laugh at the end. And ideally speaking, all these will be a joke, right? She says, oh my God, you're so gay. And you're like, yeah, I'm so gay. I sucked 200 dicks yesterday. My jaw's killing me, Ashley. It's killing me. She should laugh. But when you reframe it into a joke, there's always that wink, a little smile at the end, and you make her laugh. For example, a lot of girls will say to you, we're not having sex tonight. And a lot of you guys have been on third dates, second dates, first dates even, where she'll throw that out there because she senses that you're coming on too strong. And women are very intuitive, boys. Do not underestimate the power of female intuition. You are telegraphing too much interest. So she immediately throws out that we're not having sex tonight. And what I'll do is I'll misinterpret it. I'll say, you know what? Talking about sex all the time really isn't the best way to seduce me. I need trust, comfort, and connection first. I'd much rather get in the cuddle puddle than have sex. That's just the way I am, Ashley. So I hope you can deal with that. While I'm kind of teasing her, joking with her, winking at her, smiling at her, she knows, kind of called her out a little bit. Her timing was miscalibrated. I called her out on that. I misinterpreted what she said to mean that she wants me and she's trying to have sex by talking about it. You see how I did that? You know, talking about sex right now isn't the best way to seduce me. That's such a gangster misinterpretation. And then I talk like a girl. And then I say, I need trust, comfort, connection, teddy bears. I need a flower in my car, Ashley, before that's gonna happen. I need that poem. I need that poem now before that's going to happen. And you make it into a joke in that way and makes her laugh, know she's miscalibrated, passes the frame check. And also when you try to resist a woman who's resisting you in your sexual escalation, she's just going to resist you more. So you never want to push back against quote unquote the enemy. You want to make it your idea and misinterpret it or ignore it, right? She's like, we're not having sex tonight. You're like, so what do you want to eat? Right? You just blow past it, don't even give it reality and change the subject or reframe it as I did. It was kind of misinterpretation and a reframe, which was, you know, I can tell you're really trying to have sex with me right now because it's like all you're talking about, but I need those teddy bears, puppy dogs, and ice creams first before you're going to get into this squish mitten. So everybody relax. She laughs and you see how you pass that. All right. Now, one of my favorite ones is to reframe into a qualifying question. Girls ask me all the time, is this what you say to all the girls? And I say, only to girls that seem adventurous and fun. You're not boring, are you? And she'll say, no, I'm fun. So you see the way I did that? She tried to question my frame. Then what I did is I said, only to girls who seem fun and adventurous. You're not boring, are you? That's a qualifying question. And then she jumps through my hoop and says, no, I'm fun. So anytime a girl asks me something about myself, how many phone numbers did you get? You're a player, aren't you? Is this what you say to all the girls? Oh, you just talk to all the girls and like you think you're a seducer, don't you? What I'll say is only to girls who X, Y, Z, and then I'll question her. You're not this way, are you? And she'll say, no, I'm not this way. I'm this way. And I do this to girls too, as I spoke about in a previous episode, where if they're like hating on other girls that I'm talking to, I'll accuse them of being haters. 
I'll say, you know, those girls I was talking to, the ones you're talking shit about, they're actually really cool. I only talk to cool girls. You're not, you're not a hater, are you, Ashley? And she'll be like, no, no, I'm not a hater. And you see the way I controlled what she questioned me by, flipped it on her, reframed it into a qualifying question, which made her work for me. Now, this is really advanced stuff, but it's really necessary stuff. And I want you guys to get at least a few of these. Obviously, this episode, I dropped a ton of them into your lap. I would suggest listening to this again, maybe even two, three, four, five times, maybe even take notes on it if you're an absolute champion. Or of course, if you want to come into my three-month coaching program, I teach an absolute masterclass on frame control. This is just scratching the surface. But these are some of the frame control reversals that I use all the time and all my boys use. Like Abdullah, the guy whose testimonial I read in the beginning of this episode, believe me, dude, he fucking uses these all the time and that's why he's got more girls than he can handle. So let's review what they are real quick, okay? Agree and amplify, make it a million times worse than anything she said. Reframe with the statement, the four-word statement that I want you to have tattooed on your ass by this time tomorrow, the real question is. Just remember that. Like from this episode, I mean, there's tons of fucking gold I just dropped in your lap, but if you just remember that, the real question is, and have it on the tip of your tongue on all interactions, say it, and then you can think about another question to ask them, thereby flipping the tables on them. The next one is ignore, which just means that, to ignore what she said misinterpret what she said to mean something else, reframe into a joke, such as the, I need teddy bears, ice cream, and poems left on my car before you're going to get in these pants, sweetie, to reframe it, to make her laugh and make her feel a little bit silly for having brought that up at the wrong time, and then reframe into a qualifying question, which means flip it on her and then ask her a question. You're not negative, are you? You're not a liar, are you? You're not a hater, are you? I love saying that to women. Absolutely love it. It's super fucking powerful. So agree and amplify, reframe, ignore, misinterpret, reframe into a joke, reframe into a qualifying question. Fucking gold, boys, fucking gold. And I hope you clicked on this. I hope you went for that Jedi clickbait that I threw out there. And the only reason I did it was for you. So you could hear this. Take notes on this. Listen to this. This is the most important thing. In addition to the podcast I just dropped on Thursday, if you haven't heard that, listen to it right now. Frame control. There's nothing more important than that. You get a few other components correct in your game, namely your confidence, namely your feeling about yourself, thereby communicated through your body language and tonality. You will fucking crush it with women, no matter how bad it's been for you up to this point. So I hope you found value in this podcast, boys. As I talked about, if you want to get the same results as Abdallah, who, before he signed up with me, had zero, Z-E-R-O, girls in his life. And now after three months, he has more than he can handle. The dude is just getting sick duck. Every time he wakes up in the morning, he wakes up with a girl on his dick and he's like, get off of there, young lady, I gotta get to work. God damn it, all these girls. Stalker Texas Rangers coming in through my fucking bedroom window at night and having me wake up with a girl on my dick. I've actually woken up with a girl sucking my dick who wasn't even in my house when I went to sleep at night. It was a girl I was seeing who thought it would be a great surprise. And I'll tell you, bro, it scared the shit out of me, man. I was like, what the fuck's happening here? And I almost kicked her in the fucking face. But that's what happens, man, when you become a girl magnet. Here's the statistics, boys. 20% of guys get 80% of women. Are you part of that 20%? If you're not, I can make you part of that 20%. Come join us in the brotherhood. All of us guys, every guy you'll meet in the brotherhood, 
is a bona fide girl magnet because he had the courage to move into his fears willingly, had the drive to get this part of his life figured out once and for all. And for all the guys who have been through my program, like Abdallah, they are reaping the rewards, my friends. And God, there's a lot of rewards. 80% of women going for 20% of guys. I don't know about you, but when I was part of that 80% who didn't get any girls, all I wanted was to be part of that 20%. And now that I am more like in the top 5%, humbly, probably more than that, it's the best thing ever. It's just, ugh, it's just the best thing ever. There's nothing that compares to the ability to get girls on command. It's the fucking best, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. There is nothing like it. Absolutely satisfying. If you want that ability, sign up right now, man. Let's get on that free call together and talk about how we can get you there in the easiest, least painful, funnest way possible. That's my job, and I'm very fucking good at what I do. All right, gentlemen, I got another awesome one dropping on Thursday, so make sure to stay tuned for that one, and I will see you in the next episode.